Welcome, bride chillas and groom chillas. Groom chillas, Alicia. Let's uh, let's workshop that. You're listening to the Save the Date Wedding Podcast, the number one wedding podcast hosted by author, comedian, and wedding advice giverer Alicia McCormick. It is Thursday, which means it's Q and A Thursday. If you're new to the episode, this is an episode where I answer your questions, and today. I have a wonderful co-host. You've heard her before and you asked for her to return. So I've done what you have asked. Veronica Maddock, my wonderful mother-in-law. Welcome. Thank you and welcome to all our listeners. I love it. She's a radio professional. She's just got it in the can. (laughs) Do you know how popular you were? No. You were very popular. Oh, that's nice. When I was a teenager, I did think about a radio career. Did you? This was... Before television, BT, folks, before television. I love that you're leaning into the microphone to say that. That's a very important thing. Yeah, Veronica, you did get some – I never call you Veronica. I always call you V. V, Um, It's weird saying it, you know, when you say someone's full name. Mm. It's like when I say Richard, it's like he's in big trouble. I don't do that very often. No, same with me. I say Richard. Richard. Otherwise, it's Richie Pitchy. Richie Pitchy. <laughs> That's my husband, if you don't know who we're talking about. Uh, now, V, yes, so people wrote and said they loved your attitude. They liked our vibe together, and they liked that we both were very outspoken, and they called you ballsy, and I liked that. Mm, ballsy. You do. I mean, you, mm. as I said in the episode, if you haven't heard it, go back and listen. It was a couple of months ago. You had a, you were very strong with your opinions, but yes. you were thoughtful. Yes. And you told it like it is. That's me. It is. That's you down to a T. Spade. Call a spade a spade. Sometimes a shovel. (laughs) (laughs) And she's good at the mum jokes. There it is. Uh, Look, Veronica's had a very interesting life, very interesting career. You're a person of the law. Yes. Person of the law. You dealt in Legal eagle. You are a a legal, a retired legal eagle. Yes. But always still still willing to... You know, but my wings are not clipped yet. Bloody hell, they're not. All right, Caitlin Chickpea wrote to me on Facebook and says, so excited that you just answered my question on your amazing podcast, episode 122. Your suggestion's a great starting point, and now my wheels are turning. Keep the great podcast coming. I can't stop listening. Bride Chiller, she's hashtagged that. Lovely. What do you think of the Bride Chiller thing, V? Oh, I think that's a great, great, better than Bridezilla. I know. Who could be bothered being a bridezilla? No, no. It's too much energy. Yeah. you got to just tone that down. The wrong type of energy. You need good vibes. You it, need yes. uplifting. It's a great time of your life. Yes, don't hopefully, be a psycho. Hopefully it won't happen again. And if it does, we support you. <laughs> just do it better next time. Julie Coleman also left a message uh, on one of my Facebook posts. If you're not following me on Facebook, what are you doing with your life? Get on, do it. She says, uh, that's not what she was saying. No. That was my personal comment, V. You are the best virtual bridesmaid. Can't wait for another year of listening as you changed wedding planning nightmares into engagement bliss. My groom chiller and I are so grateful for what you do. That's nice. That's nice. We do get some really great comments. And uh, I think Rich was on the podcast a few weeks ago, Mm co-hosting your son, the reluctant podcast host. Was he reluctant? He plays a bit of a game. I think he really likes it. Yes. But he doesn't want to make it. And he's like, no, do you want me to do it? He doesn't doesn't really speak like that. It's a bit like all men are like that. Well, that's possibly true. But he just, yeah, I think he actually did well and people really liked him. And we started a hashtag, which was what? bring back Rich. 
Ah, bring back Rich. Mm. So hopefully he mm. listens and he still, I have to show him these hashtags because he thinks I'm making them up. There it is. That's mm. what's happening. Hey, so today V and I are answering your wedding planning questions. If you are new to the wedding podcast, this is how it works. On Monday, I do interviews. Thursday, Q&A. I've got a lot. I've got a lot of questions coming your way. So uh, I have not pre-prepared anything with V, although you have asked me to do that. I, I defied you. I did want a heads up, but no. No, no. that's not how... It, I roll We're flying blind. Yep. And I like that though, because I think that's when you work best. Mm. You're a problem solver. You don't yes. panic. No. I feel like you would have been a bride chiller. Yes. You know. I had a very, very small wedding, so there wasn't really much room to get crazy crazy or get upset about. Yeah. Yeah. I feel mm. like you just get things done. You do like I to do. get things done. Absolutely. V is very efficient. And if sometimes if you don't move to her pace, you My motto about it. is... If it needs to be done, do it now. N O W. Even my little grandson, who was five the other day, yes, he, was. he knows how to read the word now. Yeah, it's a, it's, we should get you a now t shirt, perhaps. Yes. Instead of bride chiller, it's an N O W now. This one comes from Karen. She says, Hey, Alicia, happy new year. I hope you are having or had a fabulous time in Australia. Actually, when this episode goes to air, we will only have one day left in Australia. Oh, we'll be back on that big plane to the cold, to the cold grey skies of London. Correct. I am getting my son on really hardcore, but in a sensible way. Karen says, first of all, I have to say I love, love, love your podcast. My fiance Kirk and I got engaged when you were only a few episodes in, and after a quick day of playing catch up, we've been listening faithfully ever since. That's lovely because that was over a year ago. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well done, Karen. Thank you, Karen. Anyway, on to my question. My maid of honour just found out that she may be pregnant. Yay for her and her husband. She is late and has taken two tests with conflicting results. Can I just pause here and say, V, you and I may be the only other people in the world that know that this chick may be pregnant. Yes. I love that Karen's gotten straight. We'll keep that secret. We won't tell anyone. Well, I would tell anyone. Except for the thousands of brides that listen to this podcast. By the time they listen, it may not be a secret anymore. That's true. But I love that, Karen, your first instinct is to tell me. Um, Thank you. I feel privileged, very privileged. She um, will be going to her doctor to get more concrete answers. Well, probably a concrete answer. Uh, And while I am really happy for her after my initial excitement settled, I thought about it. And in nine months... We'll put her due date pretty much on our wedding day. <gasps> I'm not getting too concerned about it. Bride Sheila rocking out here, especially since we aren't 100%. She's even pregnant. But my question is, if she is pregnant and due on our special day, how do I handle it? I want to be involved. I want her to be involved. But I don't want to get to a week out from the wedding and all of a sudden not have a maid of honor because she's going into labor. I should also mention Kirk and I live in Vermont, Ooh, oh, lovely. Sounds delicious. Lovely place. Mm. And uh, we're having the wedding here. So she lives about seven or eight hours away. So travel for her is something I am thinking of. Thank you for all you do, keeping us sane, all the craziness, through all the craziness. If you're in Vermont in August and you and Rich mm. are welcome to come to the party and celebrate with us. I'd love to go to Vermont oh, to a wedding, Karen. It's a lovely place, Vermont. Thank you, Karen. That was very kind of you it was very kind Mm. i feel like v i'm going to make a list of all the people that are inviting us to their (laughs) wedding and then we just may show up and they'll go who the hell are these people (laughs) you're not on the list you're not on the list get lost 
You can't come in. You can't come <laughs> in. There we go. Okay, so Karen's dilemma. It's a big one. It is. Um, but let's just uh, distill it. Let's break it down. There are two options here. One, she's not pregnant. And then there's no problem. There's no problem. For the time being, she may become pregnant further down the track. But if she does, then it's not going to be a nine-month pregnancy at the time of you know your special day. Mm. The other option is she is pregnant. And the thing that strikes me about this, Karen, is that the seven hours distance is is huge for a pregnant lady. It really is intense. She has to fly. You didn't say whether seven hours was by plane or by train or by car. car. So whatever mm. plane she won't be allowed to travel, whatever mode of transport, it's going to be really uncomfortable for her. Mm. And mm, so we think it's a great idea. Well, I think mm. I'm sure Leash does too. Yeah, I like if it. If you yeah. have two maids of honor, yes, this is a good plan, V. I like where you're going with this. Two maids of honor, and one of whom mm. you may only end up with one. But even supposing you that could end pre- up with two, but yeah. the thing is, though, I wouldn't do anything about it. Come to think of it, let's just track back a bit. I wouldn't do anything about it until you know for sure. Yes, I like this. It could only be a matter of weeks. Yep, and and this is preliminary. I like these preliminary ideas, but you don't act on anything yet. Exactly. Just think about it, that should she be pregnant, um, then you can discuss with her how you still want her to be involved with all the things that are going on before the wedding um, and that you'll have two maids of honour. A backup. But you probably wouldn't say that to the second person. You wouldn't say that to the second (laughs) person. These days... People have all kinds of different ways of doing it. I mean, at least you yourself, mm. you had a best man. Now, I not did. many brides have best men. No, but I did what I wanted. And that you can do what you want to, Karen. And having two maids of honour, once you know the pregnancy is confirmed, and awful as it may sound, it may not That's true. You've got to wait three months. You've got to wait those three that, months. Yep. So think about someone else you'd like to have as another maid of honour. Um but don't do anything until you know for sure. Yeah, because the last thing you yes. want to do is make oh, no. your friend feel bad, which obviously reading Karen's email, she's totally aware of everyone's mm. feelings, yes. which is really nice. But to say, listen, and obviously maybe the friend is also freaking out going, oh, mm. my gosh, mm. I, you know, I'm going to mess up plans. Not that she's going to mess up plans. No. But, you know, you might feel like going, I can't travel, I can't be there, it'd be really hard. So maybe giving her those roles, like you were saying mm. before, will make her feel included. Yes. Also, um, there's the other aspect for the second maid of honour. Mm. If she might only have six months' notice, that's true. Is that is that enough? Does would someone get upset? I think in this with the circumstances, this is also a good point. V. Maybe it's about being transparent from the beginning mm. and saying, "Look, this friend, I'd really like you to. We, she's not going to be able to be there. Probably, maybe that you could work together. They could be co-maid of honours. So maybe yes. from the get-go, they're yes. on board together. Good thinking. They're doing yes. that, so everyone feels equal. Yes. Even though secretly you're going to pick this other girl, but she's never going to know if she doesn't listen to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then it's cool. But and you, you may well end up with two maids of honour. How do you feel about that, Karen? True. But then, well, I don't think that's a problem I think that's at a bad all. Thing. I think it's lovely. I think that means you've got two really good friends. Yes. And so there you have it. I think that's a really nice solution. There you have it. We'll all be travelling to Vermont. It's going to be great. And maybe I can just, if you're missing a third one, I can jump in. 
And I could be a second Do you mother of the bride. bride. <laughs> We're all ready for you, Karen. Thanks for listening for the last year. And uh, look, we please write to us. Let us know. Let us know. We like want to, to hear know. the follow up mm. of this one. And um, you know, it'll be nice. That we well, look, maybe you could Skype in from the delivery room. No, you obviously have not been in a delivery room. I have not yet been in a delivery room. No. Not ready for that. This is the Save the Date Wedding Podcast. You are listening to Q&A Thursday. My guest host is Veronica V, my mother-in-law. We are recording this in Australia. Tasmania. Tasmania, Hobart, where I grew up, where Rich grew up. We're sitting in a farm. Mm. There were cows outside. I did a podcast a few weeks ago and I saw cows outside. We're actually in a house. That's true. But we call it the farm. And on a farm. Yep. And there are cows outside. Yep. And calves. Calves are really cute. They're a bit goofy. Cute. But very cute. But then one day there'll be a steak. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) More from us after this. Okay, V, we've got another question here from Chris. She says, uh, my name is Chris from New Orleans. Oh, loved being in New Orleans. Mind you, this was in 1991, a long time ago. Well, it's still there, hopefully. Actually, she says New Orleans, LA. What does that mean? Oh. Is this a different New Orleans? Oh, this is a different... No, I was in... in um, New Orleans, New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans in um, Louisiana. Great. Maybe Louisiana. Ah. LA is Louisiana. Are we... No, no. LA is in California. Oh, Jesus. We're going to have to... Look, Chris, I'm going to Google this in a second. I started listening to your podcast. Look, V's, she's going to the computer. While I, I'm going to read while you type. V's Googling on her computer. I started listening to your podcast a few months back because I had an inkling that a proposal was coming. Oh, oh and it did. Congratulations, Chris. Uh, my lovely fiancé and I are now engaged and hoping for a longer engagement about uh, November of 2017. And they are, there are a ton, sorry, and there are not a ton of resources on timing for longer engagements. I've seen, I've seen blogs saying to wait up to one year to pick out your bridal party, but this seems, uh, that seems a lot, a lot of time for me. Who knows? So with that being said, do you have any tips for a girl obsessed with planning and timelines for an engagement longer than 12 to 14 months? Again, love the podcast. I listen while at work in my cubicle, mindlessly typing. We are both theatre slash film majors with boring day jobs currently. Thanks so much, Chris. So, did you solve the problem firstly? <laughs> I was actually busy looking up this New Orleans. I'm not quite sure. I don't. There is a place in New Orleans called Little Jewel of New Orleans, and it's a cafe restaurant. I don't I think don't she's living think in a cafe restaurant. Okay, we're going to solve this mystery, Chris. But she says New Orleans, so we're assuming it is the New Orleans you visited in the 90s. Okay. So Chris is asking the question about the long engagement. She really is just gagging to get into planning. But Go she feels, for it, Yes, Go for it. I'm a planner. My daughter, Lara, she plans ahead, five years ahead. She really, she did she do a five-year really plan. And she had a long engagement, a whole year. I mean, you yourself, Lisa, you had a, a year's yeah. uh, engagement. Um Oh, it's lovely because you can then take your time. You can. And I don't Start think, now. I don't think 
people, I think it's weird, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, that this idea of wedding timelines is all sort of based around a consumer thing. Because, mm. you know, the dress shops say, oh, it takes least a year to make a dress. And that may be so. Mm. But also, you can buy a dress. You know, I bought my dress off the rack in two minutes. So mm. I feel like you just have to set your own timeline to what suits you, not necessarily what's being dictated by shops and stores and all that other bullshit. Because that's not necessarily no. how you should be rolling. Also, if you have a long lead-up period, mm. you can shop around. Um, that is true. Obviously on the internet these days. Um, get the best deals. One bit of advice, do not mention the word wedding. Yes, sometimes word wedding can be tainted. It can be a little bit Price hard. gets inflated. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. You've got all this time to work it out and there's so much to work out. And all the books, as you say, they've all got three months before the wedding, do this. Mm. Six weeks before the wedding, do that. Mm. You can do it all whenever. The whenever. And I think also she, she's sort of saying, is it too early to ask your bridal party? I don't think so. What no. Well, um, I presume you're not a, a young teenager. I, well, we can't make assumptions. Can't make I'm assumption. assuming. No, Why I'm saying that? Yes, tell me. Because teenagers change their friends like True. they do. Underwear. Their underwear. We which, hope. <laughs> which could be every week. No, no, that's a bit frivolous. But if it's, uh, you know, friends that you've known for a long time, um, mm. yes. But bear in mind that people's plans change. Their plans change. They might seek... Um, you know, they might go and study somewhere else. They might find work somewhere else. They may move. Um, this but also, if you've got a year up their sleeve, at least you're giving them notice. They know true, when it's going to true. be happening. Now, I no, have, it's not too early, no. I think Karen, I, I, I was supposed to call you Karen. Karen was our last person. No. I think, uh, I think Chris, Chris, thank you. Uh, Chris, I think you should just crack on. You should enjoy mm. it. And as you said, Fee, like extend the mm. planning. You don't have to, you can be a total bride chiller because you can just relax into yes. it. And also, yeah, you can have, just enjoy the, all the options. Explore them. And also you have a whole year of enjoying planning your wedding. And also you can go How and good's that? taste cakes, multiple cakes. Oh, that that's what I think uh, is really nice when you go and look at venues. Mm. Not wedding venues, just venues and say, what kind of menu do you have on offer? They mm. give you a taste. You can ask for the cake taste. You can mm. check, do a catering test. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. Yes. I didn't do a cake taste. No, no, Lara did. My daughter Lara did. She? did. Yes. She did not a wedding cake taste, but a, a actual meal taste. That's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. Enjoy but it. look, there is absolutely no reason why you can't do things in on your timeline. And I think it's a big plus that you've got all that time up your sleeve. I think it's great. Enjoy it. Enjoy. Thank you, Chris, for writing in and thank you for listening and congratulations on your engagement. Now, I have to say a big thank you to Caitlin, who sent me a PayPal donation. Oh, how good's that? It's so nice. Now, I don't ask, I've mentioned it a couple of times and people have um, been sending me this sort of lovely, you know, gestures of, of uh, what are we going to say, kindness, where I've basically just said if you enjoy the show and you value the show and maybe you don't want to buy a T-shirt or tote, that if you have a couple of bucks... for a donation. Yeah, so I'd love to share with you her beautiful message. She says um, she sent me $20, yeah. which is very nice. I'd just like to put a word in here. Oh, please, go on. I'll sit back. I'll sit back. <laughs> I'm sitting back. Alicia puts in a huge amount of work 
into every podcast, not only into the podcast, the work beforehand, during, after. And I mean hours and hours. She's been here with us for two weeks on a holiday in Australia <laughs> and she has worked every single day for a couple of hours. It does not happen just like that, folks. No. Oh, thanks, V. So, just I'm not, thought I'd let you know that. I'm paying her in hugs. For <laughs> uh, thank you, V. That means a lot because mm. I do love, I love doing this so mm. much. You've seen me over my many jobs. Yes. This is possibly my favourite. Yes. It's, it not, takes really a, a, it's not a job though, No, it? but it's, you, you like helping people and you like, you're interested in people. I do. And you've got a lot of knowledge that you can, you know, pass on. And sometimes brides need to talk outside their family and relations because mm. they, they see it. From their perspective, whereas an outside person can see it as it is. Yeah, I think that's why they Mm. say I'm a virtual bridesmaid because Mm. I'm this sort of third party that they can maybe unload a little bit of their stuff. You've got no personal agenda. I have no agenda. Other than to help them. Just to help and eat Nutella. Uh, Caitlin says, You are the. I love Nutella. Oh my God, we have a shared addiction. (laughs) I've got a new jar in the cupboard. Stop it. God, I never do my pants up when I leave here. Caitlin says, you are the best thing for wedding planning since I don't know what. I'm a podcast junkie, but you've become my favorite. I found you just by searching the podcast app. I adore your show and listen all the time while running, knitting, driving, and dog walking. Wow. Busy uh, life. Yep, yeah, she's good. I wish I hadn't bought the worthless book from the <laughs> knot. <laughs> and I could have given you the $15 Thank you, Alicia. Well, Caitlin, when I read this out to the family the other night and we were all delighted. It was, we all stood around the computer like he used to do with the radio and we, (laughs) (laughs) and we thought it was the best. So Caitlin, you made uh, our family's day. Yeah. And, uh, thank you so much for that generous contribution. It was very surprising and lovely. Yeah, it was. So thank you. If you, uh, if you want to do that, not to be pushy, just go to the website, savethedatepodcast.com, follow the links, and there's a button that you can just donate. There it is. This message is from Anna. Anna. Hello, Anna. Hello, Anna. Just a quick message to say that I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I pretty much caught up now after binge listening at work since I got engaged <laughs> in October. You are the voice of calm and reason. See, I think this is good. Would you have, when you were in your working life, would you have listened to podcasts no. at work? You were too busy. No. Well, it wasn't allowed. Well, we probably didn't have podcasts. They didn't exist. I'm I'm sorry to say they didn't exist. And uh, workplaces were very much a place of work. Mm. No play. No play. No. That's a shame. Well, I have lots of people like our, like Chris said, she listens in her cubicle. Mm. We've got people that just listen at work because I think if you're just doing a menial task, mm. not to say Chris is doing a menial task, no. but if you can do other things at the same time, it's handy. So I always say, I won't tell your boss if you don't, don't tell, tell your boss. boss. There it is. Uh, Anna says, my fiance and I have set a fairly tight budget of 10,000 pounds and have decided to wait until late next year to get married. So we have some time to save up. That's Plenty good. Of time. That's good. That's really good. Big plus. We've been a bit hyper-organized and have already booked our venue. We've well saved. Done. Very good. I love, a, I love getting in and getting it done. Yep. We've saved over £2,000 by picking a date in December. That's oh. interesting. Usually December is, is when all the Christmas parties are That on. is true. My instinct would have said mm. December would have been very busy. Now, just for our American listeners, £10,000 would be about... Twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, uh, Australia probably a little bit. Uh, well, our our dollar's not going great. No, 
Maybe a bit Seven, down to 70 cents. Oh, well, there it is. Great for bringing pounds back to Australia. Yeah. Uh, Anna goes on. We're naturally planning on doing a little tradition busting on the day. Because I'm always V talking about What's going. busting? Well, getting rid of it, ditching. Because I've been saying, if you don't think you need to do a traditional thing, like oh, I see wear a mean. garter, yes. just get rid of it. Get rid of it. So she's saying, we're going to bust a couple of traditions. Excellent. So she said which ones? I'm starting to worry about this, how this is going to go down with my fiancé's family. Are they conservative? Well, let's see. Old-fashioned. His mother mentioned wedding cars the other day, and he told her that we're not planning on having any, as we're going to get ready at the venue and just drive there together in the morning. That's nice. That sounds great. She was absolutely horrified. Oh, good. See, this is see why I've got this question for you, V. She uh, she says you can't see the bride on the morning of the wedding. I knew that. I knew that. that you was, knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. <gasps> I knew that was coming. She says you can see how much I need your podcast. I realise this has turned out to be a little bit more than a quick message. Apologies for the rambling. I don't think she was no, rambling not at all. Rambling at all. Keep up your excellent work, love Anna. So let's wow, talk, Anna. Yes, let's 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 discuss this. Um, I know plenty of brides, my own daughter and you. I did, yes, it's um, true. Horror, horror, both spent the night with their fiancés. <laughs> <laughs> Am I telling secrets here? No, no I'm we not. Didn't get, we're too tired to get down to anything, <laughs> B. I was exhausted. So, um, but I must admit, they both got dressed in their wedding dress uh, away from their grooms mm. um, and they did travel s- separately to... The, the venue, venue. Um, in your venue you, you were staying at the venue that's true and uh, Lara and Eric were staying at a hotel and getting married in another hotel mm. in Edinburgh Scotland mm. lovely it was, it was. anyway um, I've known others and that was a superstition from way back it really has no meaning if you're both going to be at the same place and you're both going to leave at the same place just do it. I think this is great because I'm always saying, why have wedding cars if, well, the wedding car for me is the idea that if people are in a church or in a venue, all your guests are already in this in the place. Thing. The groom's waiting at the at the altar and the bride arrives. Um, I suspect, and I could be wrong, mm. that his mother is thinking not so much about you can't see the bride in the dress. I think... She's probably thinking more about you can't spend the night together or be together in the morning. You think it's a sexy thing? I just think it's possibly that's behind it. I mean, I'm not saying it is, but it's possible that... What do you think? I think I think a lot of people, and I don't want to say in your generation, Vic, but it is in your generation, yeah. that get stuck on this idea that we need to stick to certain traditions yes. but never question why we're sticking no. to them. And I do think that perhaps she's a bit of a, it sounds like she's a bit of a stickler for these things and yeah. can't see outside the box when it comes to, you know, I think it's lovely to get together and travel and have that moment together in oh, the yes. car. I think it's lovely too. Or walk that's together. What you or walk together. Like, did you walk together? Yes, she did. Because I've well, got photos of you walking. Oh, I walked up to the ah, house on my with with Dan and my right. ladies and Your Julia, best man. Your my best, best man. man, and then we all just came together. But it was, I think, what what is really popular too is another thing called the first look photographs. Yes, and it's a great way to save time and yeah. a little bit of money as well. 
when you ask a photographer to come and meet you in the morning with your partner and you have some photos taken so you don't have that huge, huge weight. delay yep so also i really see anna this is a great opportunity for you to squeeze in a bit of first look photos at the same time great idea get it done so maybe you and i always say maybe you could sit down with his his mum and sort of explain that you are not having the wedding cars it's going to save you money exactly no one's going to see them, so why bother hiring them? Yes. And also that you want to spend that time. It's really important to you to spend yes. that time together. Yes. And really, if she can't see it, um, how do you be – what would well, you – Well, if she can't – it's unfortunate if she can't see it, but it is your wedding. Hmm. And really, um, you should do what you're, you want to do and what you feel comfortable with. Um, yes. It's hard, isn't it, when you're dealing with new people? And do you think sometimes yes. mother-in-laws... Now, you've never really been this way. Mm. I think we're very all quite honest and open mm. to each other, with each other. Mm. But I think some people see perhaps as the daughter coming in and bossing everyone around trying to organise things. Do you think maybe she's just saying... She just needs to say something just to be objecting? No, There's also the question about who's paying for what. It's a very yeah, tricky a very one. Very tricky one. Don't want really want to go into details now because that's not what the question is but in your case Anna um, are the is the groom's family paying for things Mm. or is it something that the two of you are paying because Mm. you're a much stronger position or bargaining power if you like if you you guys are paying for everything I agree Um, especially if you say look it's saving money It, it serves no purpose by the sound of things to have cars I always think if no one's going to see the cars, just get an Uber. If you're not, and she's at the venue anyway. You know, Ubers have some lovely, like Uber well, Lux or whatever they, they are. They don't need a car. No, they don't need a car. But I'm just saying, if anyone's listening and is questioning where they can cut money out of a budget, just ditch the cars. And also, who needs to show up in a Rolls Royce? Who do you think you are? It's true. <laughs> they do not see you arrive because they're all inside the venue. Yes. And it's like, well, that's five hundred dollars you can easily cut. Now there's some lovely fancy cars out there, but they don't Beautiful. need it. So anyway, Anna, I hope that sort of gives you some thought. I think you just need to ease. It sounds like you've got obviously you've organised. You've got time up your sleeve. You said you've got an. A, 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 it's December next mm. year, so we've got a year yep. up our sleeves. I think this is a good exercise of easing your mother-in-law in to your way of doing things. Yes. This could be a good first step because I'm sure if she's horrified that you are seeing each other in the morning and it feels like you're ditching a couple of traditions, there could be some others up your sleeve that you're going to hit her with, but maybe just softly, softly. Yes, definitely. Softly, softly. Softly, softly. You've got plenty of time. Plenty of time. And then, you know, I think mm. it's it's very modern. I'm so glad that you are ditching some traditions because some of them are silly. They are silly, but some brides love that. Yes. Um, so we shouldn't um, completely, you know. No, we shouldn't ditch ditch them. Uh, if you if you yeah. find meaning, I think if you find meaning in them and you go, I'm doing this for this reason. If you, as a little girl, have always dreamt of having a garter on your leg that your your husband takes off at the ceremony with his mouth with his mouth. Go for it. <laughs> as many, oh, absolutely. I was going to say it's many children's dreams, but that sounds a little pedophilic, so I won't say that because no. that's weird. But, I mean, there are lots of traditions, that different uh, um, ethnic traditions, you mm. know, the Greeks and, and Italians and and various other people. They, they have all kinds of uh, traditions, either at the wedding ceremony or um, afterwards at the reception. Mm. So, But if it's not your scene, then... Don't. Just get rid of it. Yes, absolutely. Or, as you said, 
take them and make them your own. Yes. I'm a big believer in mm. just in mani- not manipulating, it's probably not the right word, but just molding, melding, massaging. <laughs> Should I mention any of all the above? <laughs> Making them your own. Because new traditions start, someone's got to start a tradition. Someone's got to start it. What yes. is it? It should be you. Could be you, yes. Anna, thank you very much for writing to me. She uh, emailed via savethedatepodcast.com and it's uh, very much appreciated. V, we have reached the end yeah, of the show. I thought we might have, yes. How do you feel about that? Oh, good. Great chatting. You're a yes. cracking guest. Great chatting. I feel like V should be on more regularly. It's a pity we live <laughs> how many miles away? Oh, well, from London to Australia. Oh, no idea. I'll tell you, it was a, it was more than a... It was, oh, she's going back to the Google. No, I did not find. Did not Dior, find. Okay, so V did not find. I think the New Orleans Actually, thing. Actually, it was Chris, wasn't it? Yeah, it was what Chris state Chris. is New Orleans in? Louisiana. Well, LA is probably Louisiana. Oh, that's There it is. it is. Oh, my Los God. It's not LA, Los Angeles. It's LA, Correct. Louisiana. The state. I, do you know how many American listeners would have been listening to this, screaming at their podcast, going, you Australians have no idea. LA means Louisiana. <sighs> right. So V is just while I wrap up the show, V is Googling. Okay, miles? He, yes. 10,553 miles we from live London ten, to Sydney. And we don't even live in Sydney. And we so. live quite a bit further south. If you look at the map of Australia, there's a little island at the bottom of it called Tasmania. And that's where we live. 10,000 years ago, it was attached to the mainland of Australia. And we still call the rest of Australia the mainland. Which makes us, sometimes if we say, when we're on the mainland and we go on mainlanders, we sound like hokey, <laughs> like Cro-Magnum Islanders. and Islanders going, oh, we're going to the mainland. And also, where we live, when we go into Hobart, uh, we say we're going to go to town. Because we actually don't live in Hobart. We live 15 kilometres, which is I don't know how many miles. I don't know either. It's about a 12-minute drive from the capital city, Hobart. Um, but we really go into the city. And You're my, hilarious because Rich and I are quite happy. You're living in London. Anywhere takes us an hour to get to, so we're happy to drive into town the 12 minutes. We don't even drive into Kingston, where, which don't. is two minutes' drive away to pick up our mail unless we really have to. I've always said to my husband when I first when we first got married, you, you actually need a passport and visa to, to go <laughs> to town, which is the city. Well, we're going to a restaurant in the city tonight, so we probably have to start getting ready. Okay. Everyone's got to be prepared. Now, if you have a question, visit savethedatepodcast.com. Also, if you want to purchase a T-shirt. Sounds great. Bride chiller T-shirt. Bride chiller T-shirt. Bride chiller T-shirt. A maid chiller T-shirt for your bridesmaids. I know we've had a lot of, you know, bridesmaids and maid of honours writing in. A lot of variety there. And again, all proceeds go to me. Oh, and so they should. Thank you. That's so a, they should. I should have said like starving children in Africa, <laughs> but it's me. <laughs> no, it's it's starving working Alicia. Star- starving Alicia's. <laughs> All right. Look, thank you so much for listening, Ree. Thank you for being on. Welcome Pleasure. again to all new bride chillers and uh, existing bride chillers. I love your guts. Until next week, happy days. Save the date wedding podcast. Don't plan your wedding without it.